Sav. Benny, how are you, mate? <laughs> yeah, good. How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Just had a little bit of a morning siesta. Uh, oh, nice. Early, but yeah, not too bad, not too bad. You, you know, I saw the Coke there. That's just another form of caffeine intake, in, in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> mate, it's nice and warm. So <laughs> I dove into the fridge for a cool drink, yeah, as opposed to the hot caffeinated one. I think we're going to have to work out some uh, cold coffee for, for moving forward through the summer, so... Yeah, great Let, idea. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about the weekend that we've just that's just passed because it has been an absolutely epic weekend. So first we had, and Anna's actually been kind enough to send me the um, details. So first we had the competition, that we, uh, the summer comp, and our results were seven gold, fifteen silver, and eleven bronze. Yes, that is outstanding. Outstanding. Uh, amazing, mate. Just such a tremendous effort. Everyone put everything they had on the line and it was just an amazing day for all. It was. And then after that, we all went out for this epic dinner at, down the road in, in Newtown. Ify, were you there? No, no. No, okay, no cool. unfortunately. And we all, we all went for this epic dinner with the with the three gold trophies on the table for anybody who hasn't seen the pictures across Gracie Botany Insta and Sav Stories Insta. It was just epic. And ice cream afterwards at Messina. And then only a couple of short days later, we had an epic dinner at uh, the, the pizza place. What's it called, Sav? Um, in Botany? Uh, uh, we went to Falante. Falante, that's right. To, there yes, we, we had 40 amazing. people there. If we were you there? No, no, I wasn't. no, not there either. Okay, cool. <laughs> I wasn't not there either. <laughs> uh, for like, we, there must have been forty of us celebrating Joey's departure from yes. his moving his family up the up up yeah. into Queensland. And this is like, is it? Let me ask you this, Seb. Is this normal for an academy? Is this type of like? Oh, look, <laughs> I, I think a lot of academies do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. The energy, the camaraderie, the the you know the people wanting to be part of these things is exceptional. Um, Joe's a long-standing member with us. He's been with us pretty much since we opened the doors. Unfortunately, due to lifestyle change, he's moving north. Um, and look, let me just tell you a little bit about uh, the story on Joey. Just quickly, is he um, he? And, and I'm very sincere with this, and I don't want people to get confused thinking, "Oh, there's another reason he'd be here." His family are gone. They have actually made the trek north, um, but he's flying down here each Sunday afternoon or Monday morning and spending the week in training with us um, just, you know, part to how much he enjoys the academy. And I spoke to Joe. I said, mate, you know, what's what's the deal with work? And he said, look, I can, you know, I can work both ends. But honestly, Sam, this is the hardest thing about leaving Sydney for me is departing from Botany. And he said, I'm just, I'm not going to do this until year's end. Um, I've spoken to my wife and kids and, you know, and I'm going to, sort of push all the way through. He was at training last night. He was there the night before. This is one really, really good human. And, you know, look, it's not probably normal to have this type of people turn up consistently, but that's the energy and the culture we're creating there. And I'm just, you know, it's just such a great thing. So, yeah, a very big turnout for that. Um, and just back to the competition. Yeah. Um, you know, moving moving towards uh, Newtown, like myself and Annalise, um my three kids, because my youngest competed, we turned up to the tournament at around 7.30 a.m., 8 a.m. 
Uh, we were still there collecting the trophy at 7.30 p.m. You know, this is a 12-hour day. Yeah. And, you know, t- and then, you know, everyone obviously had departed. We said, look, we'll hang around and grab these trophies uh, for the team's challenge. Um, and everyone had gone up to Newtown to have dinner. So I thought, okay, you know, look, there might be a few people there. When I got up to Newtown, there was 30-plus <laughs> people still there. Like, honestly, this is this – is, it's incredible just what, what great energy we have there and how much people want to be around it. To have everybody there who started with us finish with us, yeah, is, no, there is nothing like it, Benny, and I think it's a very special place to be and you've got to be – you know, feel really lucky to be part of it. It's it's very good. You know, I do. And what you're saying is 100% correct because this is my first academy. And by mm. by sheer luck or whatever, I happen to have landed myself in this academy that has such a strong social and, you know, team feeling. We all, mm. you know, we all turn up together. We were talking, I, 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 did, I certainly didn't compete um, last Sunday, but... You know, I turned up for those people who did, and so did a lot of other yeah. people. You know, Greggy and um, you know a, a lot of the other guys whose names I can't, I can't, aren't coming to me right now, so I apologise. But you know, it, it's just such a great team um, spirit, and I love it. And uh, the fact that I've got here first, I feel very first. You know, this is my first academy. I feel very, very fortunate. So it's it's incredible. Absolutely. Um- So, Sav, today we've got Aoife with us to start with, and we're going to be talking about um, preparing for competition. What, how the academy, how academies prepare for competition, but more specifically, how Gracie Botany prepares for competition for the kids and for the adults. And then we've got um, two of the dads coming on later in the podcast to talk about um, how the, um, how they go during those days and how they feel about the prep and letting their kids go free in the um, competitions. Aoife, welcome. How's it going? Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. Eh? No Be good. Congratulations. Well, on the, the success, you know, I see you working hard with the kids, my kid included. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's not my congratulations. I think it's massive team effort and it's the kids who competed at the end of the day. <laughs> it's true. So tell us, how, both of you, how, how do you prepare? So the kids say, I want to start doing competition. I'd like to try my hand at a competition. As a parent, my son Toby has actually said, Actually, Dad, I'd like to start. I'd like to try a competition. I'd like to try to go into a fight. What's once they do that? What's the next step? Where where do you go from there with them? Sav, Sav, did you want to go first? And I'll yeah, sure. Um, yeah, you know, look, I guess um, just getting them comfortable in the environment in the academy is the first step. You know, I mean, obviously, this is something that comes a little further down the track. It's not something they walk into and want to be doing immediately. Um, I think, you know, we have a couple of kids that have, you know, come with us or, you know, come over that are already competing. Um, we run a competition class there twice a week, yep. uh, which generates a lot of interest. Some of the kids come in, see that class, ask what it's about. Um, look, the competition class isn't designed for a specific child. It's designed for a child that's interested in, I guess, dipping their toe in the water with competition. Um, 
So, you know, look, it's just a matter of them training and understanding what they're doing, you know, maybe taking a look at the competition class. Um, you know, there are a lot of competitions throughout the year, so we're always letting the parents and the children know. Uh, what we do do is we target the calendar. Uh, we try and, I don't know, I guess maybe we're targeting six per year. Yeah. That's just the kind of estimate. And we try and, what we try and do is we try and get everybody to prep for those particular competitions. Um and, you know, we aim for those so we can go together as a team. We can take a big group of people down there. I'm finding that because we are such a strong competition team that when we do get back to the academy and speak about it, obviously it's generating interest amongst the other children. Yeah. Um, but it is a quite a daunting thing. Um, we encourage. We don't push. Um, like I think the, the hard thing for the children to process is that what they're learning is – uh, it's challenging as it is in regards to, you know, having the confidence to be a young man or a young lady and walking into a martial art academy. I mean, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I could never, I don't know whether it's just where I am now, but I would never have uh, contemplated doing something like this at a young age. But for these kids to be in the academy training and practicing what they're doing and then for us to just kind of open that door for them to compete. Look, some do, some don't. Some will, some won't. You yeah, know, yeah. it's just a matter of you know if it's right for the individual. But we really try and encourage them to jump in and do it because I know one thing: uh, win or lose, they're always going to come out a better person for it. Uh, and I've seen those. I guess the the, the the kids that are a little unsure, and you and you know they're kind of they're really hesitant. Um, and then you know you watch them compete on the day, and they mightn't get the result they're after. But I can tell you one thing. The look on their face when they walk out and the things they'll say to me afterwards is like, it's just, um, I, I just can't recommend enough, you know. So we encourage, uh, but I mean, again, it's up to the individual, but we've got so much activity in the academy around competition that, you know, they all seem to want to have a piece of the pie. Yeah, fantastic. And tell me, what happens in competition? You mentioned the competition class. What's that? About? What's the difference between the kids' class and the competition class in terms of what they're picking up? Ah, uh, look, in the competition class, it's it's more like for myself with uh, Ifar and Lawrence and the rest of the, the coaches that we have there that are running those afternoon classes for the kids. Uh, the competition class is designed um, more like, uh, you know, strategies and things that you would, you know, that are a little bit more realistic in a competition. Yeah, they're designed, um, I guess, a little bit more realistic situations like how do we get that fight started um, you know we're troubleshooting idea uh, positions and ideas if we do get that fight to the ground um, how to look you know controlling that position and and also too like it's nice to work on the things that uh, idealistic things that you think could happen but reality is it's a fight things change so we try and troubleshoot you know if you do take the person down and you like to play on top and then you do get reversed what is it that we can do from there? So it's just designed to get the kids confident, to give them a look at different angles, top, bottom, you know, wherever they may end up. And, and I look more importantly, just trying to get them to understand that things will change yeah. and positional training is a priority in these classes and looking at different types of positional training to get them, I guess, uh, confident and have an understanding if things don't go the way they like, that they're used to being in that, you know, uncomfortable spot and giving them some options to work from. Yeah. 
So is it is it the case that all of the kids who are going into competition this time round were all in both of your ex, both of your experiences ready, and they they were ready to go and fight? They they were ready to get in there and give it their best shot. Yeah, if I, you can you can answer that, man. Yeah, um, definitely the the success of this tournament um, with the kids has been a process of building over the whole year. Pretty much, we went away um, every competition we go to. Um, we just try and look at what they've done well and some areas that we need to improve, and then we come back. Sorry, my camera fell. Then okay. we come back to the um, academy and then we work on it. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I had this idea with Sav, and I was like, oh, you know, let's make a competitive stream to the program. So some, you know, um, as Sav said, some kids may never compete, but some might have that drive and hunger um, and we need to kind of support that avenue as well. And um, success breeds success. So I guess when other kids are looking at other kids, kind of like training before class and going pretty hard and then coming back and putting their hands up and people clapping, um, kind of, you know, it generates that interest. And then I think uh, after like 11 months or so, I think this competition, I really felt like, we were prepared. We prepared them better through their training. Um, we've given them like lots of feedback on their previous competitions. Um, there was a larger team this time. Uh, so I think we were definitely ready for this competition this time. So it was cool. It showed you the yeah, results. I just want to um, – sorry, Benny. Yeah, that's, that's okay. right, the results. And just in regards to, um, you know, uh, Coach here for works very closely with Coach Lawrence. They pretty much run that teens program there. Um, now, one thing, the thing with uh, both Ifra and Lawrence, they're both school teachers um, by trade, by day. You know, they, they, they work in with kids all the time. This is extremely reflective in the way that they deliver their classes and their ability to work with children. Um, you know, I really want to pat these guys on the back. It's just they're absolutely incredible. You know, quite often if I'm walking up and down the side, you know, and, and working my magic with the parents, whatever I do, I'm constantly <laughs> around the room chatting to people. They are always, you know, being pat on the back, these two guys, um, as are all coaches. But these two men are particularly strong in delivery, not overwhelmingly strong, but very confident people. Uh, Coach Ifa had approached me about a fantastic idea, which I'm going to bring forward, um, and said, you know, hey, Sav, look, going to this next competition – um, you know, do you have an iPad we can carry around? And what the idea was, Coach, if I had filmed each and every kid fight and then comes back to the academy, watches the fights, troubleshoots the, you know, the good and the bad. And, um, yeah, I, I think there's a couple of things that are really getting done behind the scenes that give us the edge. I mean, to turn up to that tournament and, you know, have a team of 35. For sure. And get the results we had of only after you know just under eleven months of being open, is not normal. Yeah, um, it's it's far from beyond normal. Um, you know, I had another school contact me and say, "Wow, you know, we walked away with a bronze today, and we're really proud of our students." And yeah, you know, I mean, in 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 defence of that school, there was you know half a dozen competitors, but for us to go in and and every single child medal or every single adult. Is this is not normal, but there is a lot of things going on behind the scene which we keep sort of pretty closely guarded. It's not yep. a secret, you know, but there's a lot more going on, and and to have the, you know, the professionalism and the understanding of what the children need from these guys, and 
I really do think that, you know, them being school teachers is, you know, it's no, just thanks. so beneficial <laughs> for what we do. Um, can I just, so, you know, can I just jump in there? <laughs> no, no, go, again. go. Yeah, you know, you, you give your advice and I'm going to jump in. <laughs> yeah, well, my, my advice, guys, um, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. Um, you want a successful kids program, man, hit, hit up the local school so you can get some school teachers. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nah, nah, like we, 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 we talk about um, success and, and all that stuff, but um, I think it has to come down to Sav. You probably heard teamwork about 10,000 times throughout this podcast, but it really is a, a team. Um, and I think for Sav to trust in two blue belts who, you know, pretty good jiu-jitsu, but only been in it maybe like almost three years. Um, our knowledge is not quite there, but the way Sav um, supports us and we, and if we do have ideas to better grow like the kids program, um, he always backs it. And I think from that regards, it's a, a team effort and it's really nice to know that you feel supported. Um, and I think like coming from like a sports background, like my whole life and um, kind of training at a few different jiu-jitsu gyms, competed in a few tournaments, kind of looking. Um, it's safe to say that the team environment that we have for the kids um, is like second to none. Um, when you go to competitions, you don't see that many coaches giving real-time feedback to the kids. Um, you don't see any kind of extra programs for kids who do, do want to compete. And then the kids who continue with jiu-jitsu at Kainoa's age, there's not many. There's like Kanoa. I'm like, oh, what happened to all your friends? You know, where's all the rest of the 16-year-olds? Because, you know, there's such a big, small kids class. Um, and he said, oh, they've all dropped out. It's probably like myself and another guy. So then it's like, well, how do we, how do we support those kids to kind of go past like the 16, 17-year-old? And that's to be with the club with a huge team environment. So whether they may never want to compete, they still like jiu-jitsu and they feel like this is their community. So when it does come to 15 and 16, they just keep training like it's nothing, you know, whereas like you see a massive spike and then you go to Kanoa's age and there's like two kids in the division. I'm like, that's not, that's not how you support. And out of that massive crop of kids, you might have two future pros, you know. You just never know. But that's not really the goal. The goal is to support jiu-jitsu and the kids um, and keep growing the program. So, I think just um, talking, going on from what you said, Aoife, about Sav and his, like, you know, leadership in the academy, I know that when I put my little Toby in, he had a few, you know, like he's a bit shy, he's a bit... Yeah, yeah I remember, so I remember. <laughs> and so we put him into um, private with Vicky. And he loved those parts with Vicky. And all of a sudden, Sav really gently came over to me one day and goes, Ben, I think it's nearly time to put him in the class. And I'm like, yeah, 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 <laughs> next week, next week, next week. Yeah. And then the next week, I think it's time to put him in the class. You know, otherwise yeah. you're going to miss the window. And I was like, Teamwork. Mm, Teamwork yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, oh, I'm not, I don't know how comfortable I am about this. And Sav yeah. came up to the next week. Yeah, I think it's really time that, you know, like, <laughs> you know, right. and, and, I, I felt so supported that when we finally got Toby out on the mat for that first class, you know, Vicky was there, you know, Sav was there, and yeah, Anna right. was pushing him back out when he wanted to come off, you know, off yeah. the mat. He'd come off the mat in Anna's direction and she'd push him straight back on, you know, and he felt so comfortable with everybody that it was really such a smooth transition. And if you would have been there for that first time he turned up, which was the first time I turned up, he wasn't staying. 
He was trying to get out of that, that academy as soon as possible. Now he can't yeah. get in there quick enough. He's asking yeah. to do more. He's actually trying to get rid of other activities to yeah. get in to, to, to do more, to find more afternoons to do jujitsu. So <laughs> for that, for you, for, for you guys to have that outcome with Toby is incredible. I don't have that outcome <laughs> with Toby half the time, you know. So like, it was such an awesome, it was such an awesome experience to be a part of. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so. so Moving right along to the day of the competition, I want to talk about this because this is a really important part of what um, the Gracie uh, Gracie Botany team does. First of all, there's a bunch of you there. Uh, There's a bunch of coaches there and you seem to be everywhere all at once all day. So, you know, like what is the goal on the day? You're supporting the kids. How are you supporting them? What do they need? Um, You know, I know everybody I've spoken to, Kainoa, Chrissy, they all say they can only hear one voice on a day when they're on the mat, and that's that's Sav's. You know, <laughs> Sav can't be on every mat, so you know what's the you know you're getting in there. What's the kids are nervous? What's the strategy? You know, what are you going through? What are these kids going to hear from you guys? Um, yeah, look, um, I think the the thing that needs to you know we spoke about teamwork before. We're first talking about teamwork as well. Thank you for your you know, your nice comments before, if I really do appreciate that. Um, but we are, we just, we just can't do this without each other. And that's what makes this will turn. Um, so thank you, mate. Um, look, the thing is what's not seen is how well organized we are as a, as a unit, as a team, as you know, I, I try not to, you know, I'm using the word teamwork on here, but you quite often hear me in the academy. We're a family, you know, it might yeah. sound a little extreme to some, but it's how we address each other. Um, we probably spend more time with each other there than we do with our own family. So, you know, um, we, we work as a family. Another thing at the competition, what we do is there's – we almost set it up – we set it up properly. Like, of course, each uh, – Coach Ifa and Lawrence managing the children's groups uh, with Coach Vicky, Coach Henry. Um, you know, you've got Kainoa and you now young Jake. And we've got just all these different coaches that are around to assist. And we make sure that those coaches – uh, in the academy, uh, in, in, in at the tournament first thing in the morning to cater for the group of children they look after. Uh, moving on later in the day, myself, well, I'm there early anyway, but uh, Christian will arrive and then Professor Morbs and, you know, we, we, we've got a way we do this. We don't just turn up randomly and, you know, just see how we go. This is structured and this is another really big part of our success too. So what we do is we have Annalise sit in the in the uh, stand, uh, she has everything printed out on where the fighters are, where they'll be. Um, she watches the live updates. She positions herself straight up the back in the middle. And, you, you know, quite often have people come to me and say, wow, you guys, like, how are you guys covering every mat? Like, <laughs> what, what are you guys doing? So Annalise sits up there and she contacts myself. Okay, babe, I need you on mat too. We've got Clay going on. If, uh, okay, uh, we got Malachi on four. I need you to get over there now. Like, obviously, within time to get there. So we do not miss one of our students. We will not miss them. We do not miss them. And we always have someone allocated to a mat. In the morning, we had, I think we had four or five kids going at one stage on different mat areas. <laughs> and, we, we, mate, every single kid was covered. Absolutely every single kid. And we have a, um, like, particularly with Josh in the afternoon, myself and Josh and Christian. So 
Uh, you know, Josh, uh, Professor Morbs came in quite late and he just said, look, Sav, your voice sounds pretty sketchy. I said, yeah, man, I've been punching out since 7.30. My voice here is pretty much, it's almost gone. He said, take a break, brother. Um, you know, so Ennis started to contact Josh and Josh took that pressure off us for a little while. And between Josh and Christian, they moved strategically between the mats, uh, Coach Ifa, Coach Lawrence. And, you know, not only do we have us as coaches, you know, working that room ultimately professionally run by someone at the top who can oversee it all. We have the, the, the students and the parents and the friends who are there barracking and, and cheering. And honestly, it's just such a, a magical, like magical thing to be mm. part of. And this is very, very strategically organized. This is not something we go into where we're just like, oh, who's fighting where, you know, like running last minute. Um, it's very well put together. And, you know, look, we're just only starting, mate. Like, we, we're really just scratching the surface with where we're heading and what we're going to do. And, um, you know, you think 2022 was big, you know, mate, you wait and see what's in store for next year. We're, we're only just starting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, only just starting. That's awesome. And I just want to say, Sav, that's how it feels. You know, when you're watching as a spectator like I was, that's how it feels to a spectator that, you know, the, mm. the, the, it's super organised the kids are going to be covered. The parents are relaxed because they know, you know, I was speaking to Clint for a little bit. I was speaking to Jeff for a little bit. Um, I was speaking to Heidi for a little bit. Everybody, every, everybody's really relaxed because they know that you guys have got it covered and it's that trusting. Mm. You yeah. know, we, mm, we sure. all trust you guys. We trust you guys <clears throat> with our kids and that trust is returned mm. to us in this fantastic organisation that just feels like it's run so smooth. Now, in terms of... Um, why you needed uh, Josh to cover for you? I've just, I just wanted to play this. We just, uh, I just wanted to get your opinion on this. Sam, tell me. Close the guard, Kalani. Yes, good girl, good girl. Let's go. Slow down. Watch the pass. Reset your guard, Kalani. You're good, Kalani. You're all good. Bridge, bridge, Kalani, bridge. Good. Keep that foot trapped, Kalani. Keep the foot trapped. Kalani, roll it to roll. Roll her over the top. <laughs> Kalani, protect your mount. Protect your mount. Good. And my favourite. Go to her back, Kalani. Kalani, go to her back. Grab her neck. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I, uh, you know, it, that that is Sav to a T. You know, that's yeah. Look, mate, it's um. There was a whole, there was a whole morning of that, and as you can see, the intensity is quite quite a lot. Um, you know, we are we are screaming quite loud like that. As you, there's a reason. There's a whole stadium of people there, and it is very very noisy. Mm. Um, we're quite a f way away from our fighters. You know, maybe depending on what part of the mat they're on. But we are at a distance of, you know, no closer than three metres at any stage, two metres at any stage. So, you know, and it's very noisy. There was 900 competitors. There would have been, I don't know, how many thousand people in that stadium. And it was packed corner to corner. Um, and, you know, sure. look, you, you want to try and give those people the best advice possible. Uh, we don't leave anything in our pockets, mate. We come 100% and... You know, and this is one thing we do train the students to do. You mentioned a little bit earlier, but, you know, we also let the kids know to look for the coach that's on the mat. 
and we try and get them to focus on that coach's voice. We don't clash against each other. Um, you know, I can be standing right beside, say, Ifa, for example, and if I start to speak and he starts to speak, I can cut myself off very quick. I would never try and drown him out mm. or vice versa. And, you know, this is the professionalism of how this is all done. So, yeah, but you can hear it's pretty intense. It's actually listening to me, um, you know, for, for the listeners too. Kalani is my daughter. That yes. was her very first competition. She's, um, you know, she's she's a young girl, 11 years old. Like, I actually, um, and I know if you're a practitioner, you'll understand this, but I put both my, my younger children into that tournament for the first time. They've been pestering me for a very long time to go in. Um, look. Kanoa, my oldest boy, he's extremely good. He's he's a you know professional at the at, at the fullest, and you know I never really have to worry too much about him. He knows what to do. He gets his business done, and, and let me tell you, boy, does he get it done fast. But he with does. Kalani and Xavier, um, you know, it was an extremely tough day for me to watch those two go in. Um, I only ever put them in just to just to have some fun, but. Um, Kalani finished the first fight via an armbar and lost yes. in the final by points against a very, very, very strong girl. Um, and young Xavier, uh, mate, he was cool as a cucumber. I, I still can't. I'm trying to – I'm asking him every day, are you okay in there, mate? He just says, yep. So, so um, <laughs> he, he's – I think Kanoa needs to watch – Watch himself, mate. I think he's got got his little brother on his heels. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I also want to mention too, just that was Kalani's Sav's daughter, but I can assure you, the listeners, that Sav was yelling just as loud, if not louder, for every other kid and every other adult True. that was Absolutely. fighting on the day, which is why we needed Josh to come in. So <laughs> but that I wanted to get that little 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 snippet. Nice. I was desperate to get it during the um because uh, Hey Benny. To, yeah. Um can I just um, build upon what Sab's saying there Please. kind of with like the large competition and the preparation? Because I can speak for like the, the kids um, on this part. Um, as you said, you know, you go in, there's like thousands of people. It's really loud. Um, it's a really daunting task. Um, it's, a, it's really scary for, for, say, like a kid, six, seven, eight, nine, whatever mm-hmm. age, especially as an adult, to walk into such a like fighting environment. You know, you, you, can, you can feel the atmosphere you can cut the tension with a knife um so i think it's of the utmost importance that they have their coach and a familiar face there to support them through the process and not just their parents like no offense to the parents um sometimes they don't give the best feedback after a fight and when we do give the feedback Mm -hmm. it's it's objective um it's short sentences and it's sharp to try and help them through and then after the fight um you feel mostly disappointed when you lose, even though you uh, did an amazing job. Um, and sometimes parents don't always give the best advice. So I think it's really important that kids get that immediate feedback after their fight and focusing on a positive, even if it was the worst fight ever, there's definitely one thing that, that they could have done because at the end of the day, it's not a world championships. There's nothing to lose. But if you don't get them early in the competition and they, you don't support them, then they will never come back again. And that's as simple as that. And you can kind of tell because a lot of the kids' divisions, they're quite weak as they get older. So they've obviously haven't had a good experience and they haven't been supported as well. Um, but, yeah, I thought I'd just add that little part on. No, that was so important. Preparation. Yeah, you, wonder, you wonder why we're doing so well, Benny. Listen to this man speak and the attitude. I mean, I, I, I listen to him, you know, when I've walked past, he might be dealing with one of the kids that's come out after a loss or a big win and, 
just so positive and like I honestly I, I just can't pat these guys in the back enough and this is why we're just going from strength to strength I mean you hear the professionalism in his comment it's just you know what a blessing he talks about being a, a blue belt who's done a few comps so I tell you what mate he, if that's that's his it couldn't be more humble if you ask mm-hmm. me these guys are Teamwork. on another level of professionalism it's just you have absolutely no idea and I give them the lead way that they need because how professional they are you know Coach Ifa will often approach me before class on a Monday and say, hey, listen, you know, what's your direction? What do you think about this or that? Uh, he takes, I, I'll tell him, he just absorbs it very quickly. There's no fuss, no doting. Um, and then he just moves away. I'll see him move to the other side of the room, practice his stuff, you know, always encouraging the kids to, you know, practice what they're doing pre-class. Uh, when we first open, obviously there's excitement. We got little soccer balls in there. Kids are running around kicking balls and so forth, <laughs> um, going a little bit crazy. Um, since these guys, you know, have sort of run that program, uh, and like this is a hundred percent sincere here. When we come in now, these kids that were running around like psychotically are now actually <laughs> in there drilling jujitsu. It's pretty impressive to watch, Sam. This is all due to what these guys do. So you know, yeah. No, thanks, man. R- really Thank impressive. You. <laughs> Thank you. Teamwork. Well, thanks, Eve, for, the, for that. That was absolutely amazing to listen to. I really got an insight into that. Sav, what, how do you feel about that? Yeah, incredible. Like, if, uh, you know, he just said so many great things, and he's just such an essential part of this team and running the kids' program, of course, with the other great coaches we have. But really, really great um, viewpoints, and it was just really nice to have him on. You know, thanks so much for the input. And uh, looking forward to 2023, mate. We've got such a big year ahead, and I really can't wait for what lays ahead especially in the kids program. But for now, we've decided that this has just been such a big episode. We're going to have to cut it into two, Sav. So I think we're going to leave it here. What do you think? Yep. Yeah, absolutely, mate. It's uh, It's been amazing and uh, yeah. very much looking forward to um, next week. Yep. Clint and... Jeff. Yep. Jeff. Perfect. Yep. You're really excited for those guys to come on and, um, you know, it's going to be amazing. I can't uh, wait. That's my training buddy. Let's wrap it up. Okay, another fantastic podcast. Again, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Benny. Uh, always keeping me heavy, heavily caffeinated, mate. Do appreciate you're even dropping green satchels into the academy these oh, days. Yeah. And I do mean coffee. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Coffee. That is coffee. Just for anybody listening in law enforcement, that's coffee. Yep, okay, cool. <laughs> Actually, I've got one right here. How oh, beautiful. Awesome, I, I love just it. Just produced one from my lap. So, yeah, thanks, Benny and Ifa. And uh, I'm really looking forward to having Clint and Jeff on next week. I know Clint's very close to you, as is Jeff, and uh, yep. it should be really good to get their point of view. So, for now, guys, fantastic. One, two, three.